A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed, that will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad, so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Marriage is more like the Stations of the Cross than it is the wedding feast at Cana. Now, when I first said that in my diaconate formation, the room also broke out in laughter at me, and luckily my wife was not alongside me, so I didn't get any elbows to the rib cage or anything, because that seems a little bit harsh and a little bit extreme, right? But as I reflect today on World Marriage Day, I mean that. Marriage is far more like the Stations of the Cross than it is the Feast at Cana. So why do I say that? Because for a marriage to work, for a marriage to grow, it requires sacrifice. It's easy to be married and to love one another when times are good, on the honeymoon and all of the early stages usually. But what's far more difficult is to love when things are not good. Ask any couple that has been married for numerous years and they will tell you that there are plenty of times that things are not good or times of difficulty. Difficulties will hit and there will be times where we will need to say, I'm sorry. I forgive you. These are the moments of sacrificial love. We are called to be imitators of Christ, not to seek our own benefit, but the benefit of others, as St. Paul tells us in our second readings today. It's a call to be imitators to him up there. Because that's what a spouse should look like. In marriage, one takes on a sacramental responsibility for their spouse, a willingness to live and die for the other. In order, therefore, for this to be successful, there's a great need for grace. And in our gospel today, Jesus heals the leper. 
He makes what is unclean clean. Now, he doesn't do this simply by his words, which he could have. But what does he do to the leper? He looks on him and moved with pity. He reaches out and he touches the leper. God's touch. The sacraments. These efficacious signs that are instituted by Christ of an invisible reality where divine life is dispensed to us. These are gifts that are given to us to give us the strength and the ability to actually live this type of life. The sacraments of the Eucharist, which we're here to celebrate today, the source and summit of our lives, where Christ comes physically, his body, his blood, as bread for us to eat. And so the sacrament of marriage, the primordial sacrament, because it existed at the beginning with Adam and Eve. At this particular sacrament's institution, what do we find in Genesis? The serpent. Satan. He hates this sacrament. With all his might, he hates it. Why? Because it mirrors the very being of God, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Marriage, the complete giving of persons in a permanent union ordered toward fruitfulness. And so it is within marriage that sin first enters the world, that original sin causes this discord. And so it's why marriage needs so much grace and strength. And while it's no coincidence that Christ's first miracle takes place where? At a wedding feast in Cana. The power of Christ's holiness necessary there. Because like with the leper, he can make even that which has been damaged by sin clean and pure. He can make it whole again the way it was supposed to be. For marriage and all vocations to be successful, it takes three. The husband, the wife, and God. If we should need proof, consider that half of all marriages fail today. And nobody enters a marriage planning for a divorce, even though it may be necessary and it may be prudent. But look what happens when we bring God into the equation. When couples are married within the church, attend church, practice natural family planning, and engage together in real meaningful prayer, that percentage drops all the way down to 0.06%. That's 6 in 10,000. So if we are going to be successful in our vocations, particularly in including that of marriage, we need to lead holy, sacrificial lives. Lives that imitate the God-man hanging on the cross, strengthened and fueled by the sacraments that are given to us. Because Christ on the cross is what a spouse should look like 
They walk the way of the cross. And indeed, this is what every disciple should look like.